him. So I ran out of a bit of time this morning, but that's all right because I've only got a prophetic message for you and you're going to be blessed by it. Okay. So for those of you who remember back two, three months ago, can't remember whether it was the seventh month or the eighth month, I quoted Haggai in the services, uh, Habakkuk. And I said that um, there were dates. Remember? I said the, it was something of the seventh month, and then at the end it was the first of the eighth month, and Habakkuk was saying, have you seen the glory of this house? And, da, da, da. and I said, then there's another date, and the other date is the 27th of the night. I said, watch the 27th of the night. How many of you can remember it? Remember it. So I'm standing in the coffee shop on Friday afternoon, Thursday afternoon, and Claudia is talking about Kathy and Charity Campbell from overseas. And they are both prophets, and there's a clip which you can ask. We'll send you the clip if you want, where Kathy and Charity arrive at a church in the state of Michigan. And as they arrive, the young people they've come to, they normally do the camp, the youth camp, as prophets, they normally do the youth camp and then stay on for the weekend, like a youth weekend. But because of COVID, they couldn't have the camp, but they still kept Kathy and Charity, and so they come to the church. When they arrive on the Friday afternoon or the Wednesday afternoon or whatever afternoon it was, standing as the car with the pastor's wife pulls into the parking lot, unbeknown to the pastor, the pastor has already had a speak of the Spirit telling him about a new season that's ushering in, and he was explaining how when the first prophet had come 31 years prior to that, and how he had felt to bring that prophet in, and how that had ushered. Everybody say ushered. I don't know if you remember, a couple of weeks later, I said, probably about two, three weeks later, I said, in worship week, I said, I'm believing God. Remember, flourish, women's conference in, uh, I said, I'm believing God for a prophetic sign. You, how many, can, can someone just wave? Okay. I'm believing, I'm believing God for a prophetic action to take place that we can see what God's about to do. Say revival. Say it like you believe it. Say what the world needs now is revival. What's going to take place right now in the world is So as Kathy and Charity, as prophets, pull into the parking lot, I can't show you the clip, but just take what I'm giving you. We'll show it. The young people have made posters, unbeknown to the pastor and his wife. They have made welcome posters. And they are standing. Can I do this? Can I do this? I'm talking to the sound people. Can I do this? They are standing out in the car park. They are standing with banners and posters with welcome. I said to you, without you knowing this morning, you already started partaking of the Spirit in the worship. When you started to cheer and give hallelujahs this morning and start to scream and to shout, I'm so goosebumpy right now. You wouldn't be able to ride on this road. It would be worse than corrugation. I'm that goosebumpy. They start to scream. Welcome! Woo! Yay! Wow! And they go for it. All the way through the car park, through the church doors, into the youth center, into the inside, they are welcoming and receiving the prophets. 
When they told me the story outside, hadn't seen the video, I started to weep. And immediately the Spirit of the Lord was on me and I realized God wants to do something really exceptional in our time if we will just steward it, if we will just usher it, if we will just welcome it. Now, look where we're going. We've been through Flourish, through Worship Week. You know how Worship Week ended in Malmesbury and here, and we're now here. And next week is the 27th, on Sunday, I think. How many of you have ever been to a place? Today, I think it's the restaurants. In our day, it was the bug houses, the movies, the whatever you wanted to call it. You would stand at the door. You weren't allowed to go to your seat without an usher. Then they would wait for you. You'd wait, and the usher would come with his torchy. And he would take you through the dark with his torch, and he'd show you the, your, your row and your number, and you would go and sit in your row and your number. That's what an usher's job is. In the church, we have ushers. They show you in, and they... Huh? At, at the restaurant, you know, you don't just go and sit. They, they take you to your table. They usher you in. They bring you to the place. You know that when you're, when you're standing, when, when, when you've got someone who's performing, he's in the house, but he's not yet on the stage. He's standing in the wings. He's there, but he doesn't just walk on. He has to be introduced. He has to be ushered in. He has to be brought onto the stage and announced. And until he's announced and welcomed and received and recognized, he can't take his place yet. But when he is welcomed and recognized and received, he comes in and he takes his place. The Holy Spirit's on the stage. The Holy Spirit's standing in the wings, but he's waiting for a recognition and a reception and a welcoming and a ushering and a stewarding in. He's waiting for it to take place. Africa, you have one of the best examples of this. We've seen it a couple of times at rugby, sh uh, at rugby shows, at rugby matches we've seen it, but not many people know what it's about. There's a praise singer that gets dressed up in all his Zulu regalia. And when the king comes, in many eastern nations, and he backs, he cannot turn his back on the king. He faces the king. It's a dishonor to turn his back on the king. He faces the king and then sings the king's praises as he brings him in. He doesn't turn around. He glorifies and shouts the king's praises and his greatness until he's in. So it says when Jesus came to Jerusalem, I wish I had time to read you all the scriptures that say it. it's so awesome that it's all prophesied all the way from Psalm 118 through prophecy upon prophecy. Even Zacharias saw the donkey. He literally saw the donkey. He said, when your king comes to you riding on a donkey, hundreds of years before the actual event, Zechariah describes it down to the donkey. The psalmist describes the branches pulled off as boughs. He said, and the boughs bow before you. 
And Jesus enters in. They rip their coats off and they throw them on the ground. They take palm leaves and they start shouting, Hosanna! Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Unfortunately, there was in that moment not a total realization of the time of the visitation and they didn't retain what they were receiving. But not so now. I believe this is the hour, this is the time that we will welcome and usher in. We will usher in a presence, not just prophetic, but everything that is Jesus, we usher in by the Holy Ghost. We welcome it. We receive it. We open our arms. We open our heart. We open our mind. And we say, welcome. Welcome. Come on, stand. Stand. Come on. Come on. If we had time, and we'll maybe even do it next week, if we had time right now, we'd take flags and take uh, anything we, and get the flags and start a procession of prophetic action and say, we welcome you, Holy Ghost. We welcome you, Lord Jesus. We welcome the word of power. We welcome the action and the giving and the goodness of God into the midst of this church. We say, welcome, Lord. Welcome. Welcome. Come on, say, welcome. Welcome. And here comes Elby's song again. I can't, I, know, I don't know the words. I only know the naughty version. But here comes that song again. Here comes the bride and the bridegroom. And for two weekends, one before I was at Tefara and one after, I've done two weddings after lockdown. And it's like I'm doing weddings for the first time as I see that bride come down that aisle and I see that bridegroom waiting for her. And I see that union, that welcoming in of the one coming towards the other. And yesterday I read to the bride, as the bridegroom decks himself out and crowns himself with jewels. Remember, in the same Isaiah 61 that says, out of the ashes, he says, as the bridegroom comes out of his room and is decked up with God and the bride from her place. So is the time. So is the moment that we're in. And I want to encourage you for the next week until next Sunday, because of this opening, because of this moment. I don't believe it's happened a moment too late. I don't believe it's happened a moment too soon. God knows everything. God is aware of everything. I believe now is the time for the church to step up a level, to go up a grade and say, Lord, thank you for your presence. Listen, I didn't tell them what to sing. I didn't tell them what songs to sing. I didn't plan this service that way. I just got a little prophetic message for you. But as little as it is, it's as big and it's huge. Just because I saw a clip. I said, and when you receive a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. We're receiving the prophet of all prophets. We're receiving the king of all kings. We're receiving the Holy Spirit. He's been here all the time. He's standing in the wings. But he cannot come out on stage unless we 
set the stage. Unless we steward it in. Unless we say, Lord, come. Holy Spirit, come. We need, guys, listen to me. I want you to get it in your heart this morning. Get it in your heart. We need revival. We need it for every addicted soul out there. We need it for every povertyized family out there. We need it for every sick person out there. We need revival. We don't need one hit and ten misses. We need hit after hit after hit of breakthrough upon breakthrough upon breakthrough upon breakthrough. But it's going to take a worshipful glorification of welcoming Him in. Saying, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, give Him one more shout. in the right place at the right time in history to receive the greatest, greatest blessing. Thank you, Jesus. The atmosphere is loaded. Father, I bless this people this morning in your name. We cannot go from here unless you go with us. Lord, come again. Come and do it again. Come and fill us anew. Let it overflow through us. Let every person we speak to be touched. Let people turn to weeping as we talk to them in shops and on the pavement. May they come to know you. May this which you are giving us be that which we give. Silver and gold have I none, but that which I have, I give unto you. Rise up and walk. Be set free. Be restored. Be made whole. Thank you, Jesus. It's time for revival.